Yeah, yeah. we're going live. We're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome yeah, to, back the, to the Tuesday edition of the Huddle. Here we are, Nevada Nick. Uh, we had some issues last night, uh, so uh, we're going to do a little recap. And yeah, uh, I figured it's better anyway. We got the Eagles game tonight. We can recap yeah. the the games last night. Talk about some craziness on Sunday, Coach. You know, with obviously. I don't think any of us saw the Lions beating the Cardinals, nor did we see the Saints beating the Bucks. Right. You know, even though with the Bucks, you know, obviously you lose Evans, you lose Godwin, and now Godwin out for the year, and then you lose Fournette. You know, obviously. And look, it's no matter what. I understand Taysom Hill's a QB, but I've I said all year, Coach. Remember, I said the Saints were going to be better than everybody thought. Yeah, That's you're a right. Good roster, Coach. That's a good roster. Could you imagine? Once Michael Thomas gets healthy, if you put an Aaron Rodgers or a Deshaun Watson or whomever, you know, at quarterback for that team, absolutely. I, I mean, good rule contender. Absolutely, I agree with that hundred percent. I, I just don't think that they're going to give up the pieces for those guys. Uh, for one of those guys, I just don't see it. See it, but uh, because you know, come on, Jameis was playing pretty well before he got hurt. No, he did, but it was. I mean, you know, obviously with Michael Thomas back, maybe it would have been more. I think they definitely need some more weapons on the outside. There's no doubt about that. But, um, yeah, I mean, Jameis was playing well, but with a legit quarterback, man, because Breeze, he was kind of – look, he was past his prime. Breeze was playing in a box. You know what I mean? He really yeah. was. He couldn't throw the ball down the field anymore. And they could be efficient, but when you played really good teams like a Bucks. You know, and look, they still beat them twice in the regular right. season. And, you know, look, Jared Cook, they were up two scores, and Jared Cook has that fumble. You know, maybe that game doesn't happen. So, um, yeah, pretty crazy. Coach, I'm going to pop out real quick, and I'll come right back, okay? All right, go do it, man. We'll we'll get going. Nevada Nick got to pop out, you know. <laughs> that was his bookie probably uh, calling, so we'll have to check in and see and see what's going on with that. Uh, you know, look, you know, I, I think the Raiders fans need to pump the brakes a little bit. I mean, you guys, uh, I heard someone say, you know, they beat a bunch of night shift workers at the tire plant, you know, which is, come on, man. <laughs> come on, you did, you did. I mean, and and he, and you couldn't score more than sixteen points against a bunch of night shift workers, uh, you know, at the tire plant. Come on now, and and you're you're going to go to the playoffs. I, I don't, you know, I I don't understand how that is. Oh, Sorry, there you there you go. All right, Nevada Nick back in. I what was that? Your bookie you got to make it. Yeah, make sure you your know, bets like are in for tonight. Eagles game tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry about that, coach. No, um, but yeah, I mean, crazy weekend, obviously. You know, um, I guess you know. Let's start with Sunday, if that's okay with you. With sure, the, sure. You I know, will. I will backtrack. I, I was getting into um, the uh, Raiders from last we'll, night, we'll but back, no, no. Then we'll backtrack. That's why. We'll All right, that. that's no, fine. I mean. You know, honestly, because look, coach, as you know, I, I mean, it kind of sucks for the Browns. I mean, now I don't know if you can blame them for their situation. I don't know exactly what happened, you know, but when you're practicing football and you're around each other, you know, I don't know exactly how the outbreak happened. But, you know, you're talking about a team that was 
you know, in the hunt for their division still. And if they win that game, coach, and go to eight and six, they're right in it, man. They're right in it, you know. And and I just want to say this, okay, Miles Garrett. If you're somebody, you would have stepped up last night against that offensive line. You yeah. you came up with zeros yesterday. Yeah. That was you were supposed to put the team on your back. Yeah. And carry them. And you came up, you could come up big when they needed you. In the fourth quarter, all you all they had to do was come up for I mean, geez, they had a big penalty a couple of times to stop that drive for the field goal. But right. you never came up big at all during that whole game. Yeah, I mean, he was nicked up a couple of times, and I think he was trying to play. I mean, I agree with you. You need him to make plays. But, you know, to me, I look, man, the Browns were missing all the – like, I think 10 starters. You know, uh, to me, Coach, I thought, they played, I thought they played well. And, you know, look, for people that – you know, and look, I, I like the Raiders. But if you're realistic, I mean, the Raiders, yeah, they're still in the hunt. But – Look how they showed up the last two weeks, Coach. Does that remind you of a team that's going to make a playoff run here down the stretch? No. No, I mean, you know, look, you got teams like the Colts and Chargers down the stretch. Now, look, this weekend at home against the the Broncos without um, put the house on the skins tonight. Brian, look, I think it's too many points even with a backup quarterback. I mean, the, the, the Redskins' defense is pretty good. The Eagles had that slow, methodical-type offense with Hurts in there. I think it's too many points, Brian. I agree with you. I think eight and a half. I mean, plus, when you're laying that many points, you saw it in the Bucks game. You fall behind early, man. It's really tough to cover eight, nine, ten, eleven points. So I agree with you, Brian. But back to the Raiders, Coach. I mean, you tell me. Look, they may be the Broncos because Teddy Bridgewater's out and Drew Locke. I think you'll admit now, Drew Locke is just, you know, come on, coach. He looked terrible again. Um, I just don't think he's a good quarterback. So the Raiders got a chance against the Broncos, but I I would put my, you know, my house, my car, my bank account on the fact that they're not going to beat the Colts and Chargers in consecutive weeks. I agree with that. I agree. Even though I'm out now because I had it six and a half under. I took the the Raiders and under, so now I'm out. Yeah, uh, which you know kind well, of pissed me off. If the Browns were healthy, bit. coach, you probably wouldn't be out. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be. I'd still be alive. Right. Browns would have won. That's what I'm saying. And then right. they'd be playing the Broncos, but I think they're going to get. And I think the Broncos would have beat them too if Teddy Bridgewater was there. That helps a little bit. But look, the Broncos are a good physical team. I mean, you know, so we'll see what happens in that game. But yeah, you know. but they, but look, they got they got lucky at the beginning of the year with the Ravens and the Dolphins game. The Raiders got lucky with those two games. Those should have been losses. And, uh, you know. Well, look, it kind of evened out on the Ravens, too. With those two-point conversions now. You know, remember I said to you they kind of got lucky. That kind of reverted itself. And, you know, one thing, if we could talk about that game, Coach, um, I had no problem with what John Harbaugh did. That team fought all game. They went for two. He didn't want to leave it up to a coin flip, I think. I think he thought, listen – our chances are better than 50-50 that we're going to score here. I don't want to leave it to a coin flip. And he knew if Rodgers got the ball, they probably were going to score. Right. And it would be game, set, match. Um, I agree with that 100%. 100%. 100%. You know, look, you know, he – he. I think, you know, Hundley rushed it because Hollywood uh, was open in the back of the end zone. 
if he went, you know, just just opened his eyes a little bit, you know. But hey, he young guy, you yeah, know, he, pressure. Hollywood Brown wide open. So you know, but I, I don't. I I'm for that. You know me. I'm a, I'm a go for it guy anyway. So I have no fault with that. Juan, I think you're still smoking no. too much crazy stuff. No. I don't think Pittsburgh Pittsburgh not winning the AFC. No. Come on, you tied Detroit, hey, man. Come on. Well, now. yeah. Look, Cy, listen, or Juan. Um, if look, they play the Chiefs this week. That's going to be the problem. If they can beat, yes, yeah, Steven Steven Seagal. <laughs> um. If they can beat the Chiefs, they got a shot because they ended. I think they end the year with the Ravens, and you know they're banged up. But uh, look, too, Coach with Huntley, he was going to the guy who was giving it to him all night. Andrews had more than half of his yards. Um, he had Hollywood Brown to open for the two point conversion. But look, people who are saying that, look, I had the Packers money line. Well, it wasn't money line. It was uh, basically minus a half and pick. To complete a tease. And I wasn't worried even they got it. Because I had all faith Aaron Rodgers with 42 seconds left. And one timeout would still go down and get that field goal. That's how much I believe in Aaron Rodgers. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, really. I, I did. You know he can do it. 42 right. seconds. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a lot of time on the clock for him. Yeah. All he needs to do is get you know a good throw or two. I, I believe Rodgers would go down and score anyway. So, I, I had all faith in Aaron Rodgers. And honestly, with that game, Coach, my opinion – Obviously, Bucks lose. Cardinals, you know, Cardinals was a joke. The, the Saints, the Saints are a good football team. Yeah, Taysom Hill's probably not a QB, but the Saints are a good physical football team. The Cardinals losing to the Lions is an absolute embarrassment. Uh, yeah, Clippers, because sorry. let me throw that stat out. First time a one ten and one team beat a ten win team by by double digits. First yeah. time ever. Right. And, you know, to me, once again, it's going to come into multiple things. Uh, and, and look, obviously Hopkins is hurt, but I think it's two things you got to look at. Cliff Kingsbury and coaching, one. And two, two years in a row now, Kyler Murray starts off really good, gets nicked up towards the end of the year, yep. and then they take a, a slide. And look, the Cardinals now got to play the, the Colts, then the Cowboys, then the Seahawks. So not an easy schedule. The Cardinals I, I, I are breathing down the Cardinals' neck, Coach. So They're a team you don't want to face. It's a good nope. thing they don't have them on the schedule because right now the, right. the Niners are playing lights out. They're playing their Super Bowl year. They're playing They're playing that that type of oh, football right Niners now. Niners can beat anybody in football right now. That's absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. But I, you know, honestly, I only see them beating the Seahawks just because I think the Seahawks are going to have it packed in week week 18. Right. That's that's the only reason that I'm giving them that win. But the Colts have a lot to play for. The Cowboys are still vying for that one, you know, trying to get the one seed. Right. So uh I I honestly I honestly don't see uh uh Arizona getting that uh winning but one of those three next yeah, two games. I mean, look, you got a big game this week against the Colts on Christmas Day. And the way the Colts are playing, and as physical as they are right now, and, you know, playing – I mean, look, they only needed Wentz to throw the ball 12 times, and Wentz was not good against the Patriots, and they won that game. I mean, you better step it up. You know, if the Cardinals come half-assed on Saturday, they're going to get it handed to them again. Because – and, look, that's one thing the Cardinals struggle with is, you know, run defense. 
and you know what the Colts are going to come and do. You're going to see a fresh dose of just Jonathan Taylor. Coaching. And the Cowboys going to do the same thing. Right, yeah. Now, the Cowboys, though, struggling on offense right now, but that defense is playing. Yes, but when Dak has to throw the ball less than 40 times, yeah, they they're, 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 I think, I want to say 9-1. and one. Yeah, they you just know. need to – they just need to get – and look, Juan, I know you did have no Ben, but that's no excuse to lose to Detroit or even right. tie Detroit. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's – and look, that one tie now, if it's a win, they might – I'm not sure how it would break down, but they might be in the playoffs because they'd be 8-6 and six instead of 7-6-1. and one. So, um, But, no, I really think after this weekend, Green Bay has placed themselves in the driver's seat. What they do with it, we'll see. But obviously – you know, Green Bay plays the Browns on Saturday on Christmas Day. Then they play the Vikings at home in a revenge game. They lost at Minnesota. And uh, they end the year, I think it might be with the – it's either the Lions or the Bears, I believe. But a, a winnable game. I think it's the Lions. So, you know, I think the Packers should win the next three and have the bye. We'll see. And you know how big that bye is, Coach, now. Yep. You know, especially with the extra game added on where you're playing 17 games to get that by it's one it's one less win you gotta get you know one one less game you gotta win and then obviously that one week of rest and that extra week of preparation for the coaches because they're obviously preparing for the multiple different teams they can play um yeah i mean i think green bay's in the driver's seat right now in the nfc yeah i i agree with that and i tell you who took a big hit was tom brady i mean Two, was it 2006 the last time he got shut yep. out? And you know who it was against? The Eagles? Nope. Who was it? Nick Saban with the Dolphins. Really? Yep. Wow. Belichick's wow. Croatian brother. His buddy <laughs> Nick Saban. Old uh, head. They, they coached together. Saban was on Belichick's staff in Cleveland. Right. Um, yeah. So And they're they're good friends. Um, But, yeah, it was against Saban and the Dolphins in 2006. Um. And you know one thing, and honestly, people are getting mad about it, and I get it. He might not have looked good. I love Brady. I just the guy's got seven Super Bowls, and you know how many guys coach would be complacent, right. and he's just pissed. And I love it. He's he just has such high standards, and you gotta understand when you got guys like Jordan and Brady, they want to rip your heart out, and it's just you look. They don't they don't care. They don't want to lose. They don't want to be embarrassed. They want to win every game, and it's right. just a competitiveness. And you know what? Yeah, sometimes are they going to look like sore losers? You bet your ass they are. But give me that as my quarterback now, every time, every time, you know, every time of every day of the week. I want to say this because I saw someone post this. Oh, when Odell Beckham throws uh, throws things around on the sideline, he's having a temper tantrum. When Tom does it, it's passion. You know what? It is. There's a big difference because Tom's won some stuff. Tom's right. won some rings, and he and he's been there. Knows how to do it. What have you done? You have to prove it first, right? Because well, it is just a temper true. tantrum. Until you know you why Tom's it. doing doing it? Tom's usually doing it. Well, he's not doing it because you know he's doing it because they're not winning, not because right. he's not getting catches. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And usually Odell, it's I'm not getting my targets. I'm not right. getting my catches. I'm not getting the ball thrown to me. He's not seeing me. It's a selfish thing. With Brady, it's we're not winning. We're not being successful. And right. look, you know, he's 0-4 against the Saints with the Bucs, you know, in the regular season. I mean, he walked over to Dennis Allison and told him to go F himself. 
I mean, it was, you know, and, and look, though, too, and I get it. You know, the one cornerback for the Saints stood in front of him and did the hands thing and, you know, that. And he just laughed at him. I mean, look, it's funny some of these guys. And the guy's got seven Super Bowl rings. Like, okay. And you know what You know what Tom cares about? It's simple as this. And look, if you're a Saints fan, yeah, it's great. You're 4-0 in the regular season. But guess what? When it mattered, Tom Brady won. You're 0-1 against Tom Brady in the playoffs right. to go to the NFC Championship. And that's the one that matters. You know what? I'll take that one win over those four losses. Absolutely. In yep. the last two years, I'd rather take that one win that took me to the NFC Championship than the four losses. So, Absolutely. who wins ultimately? Absolutely, Tom Brady does. Like you, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Now, so like you said about Dallas, and, and look, what's tough for Tampa Bay too, Coach? You lose now. Dallas is bumped ahead of them, so Tampa would now play. I believe it's the Niners. Yeah, Tampa would play the Niners in the first round now. Right. In a tough game. Dallas would get Washington, and Arizona would play the Rams. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I kind of like the road team, except for the Cowboys game, obviously. But I think, the, honestly, I think, the, I think the Niners would beat the Bucks right now. I really do. I, I are, agree with that. I yeah, agree with that. The Niners are, are, the Niners are playing very good football, um, and that's the worst part of it. There's a huge difference between playing the Niners right now and playing the Washington football team. Um, you know, it's just they're, they're playing all cylinders. Kittle's killing it, that physical brand of football. The Niners are firing all cylinders. So, you know, Tampa better try to re regain that number two slot because if not, you know, they might be looking at a one-and-done playoffs this year. I agree. I, yeah, I agree. Sammy, I agree with that. It, you know, Sammy, it just doesn't feel like it's their year, you know. Uh, it, it just doesn't seem like it's the Bucks' year. And look, I'm like I've always said, I'm not in the, the doubt in Tom Brady's business. Can he turn it around? Yes, they still got a B to come in, but man, now Fournette's hurt. Um, but let's see what's yeah, going but on. With Mike Evans. I don't know who the back who's the backup there. I thought Ronald he played Jones. pretty well. Jones Ronald played Jones. pretty well, so yeah, I, I I think they'll be okay because this time of year, what does Tom like to do? Running game, Gronk. You know, yeah. and, and and as long as those things, I think the rest will work itself out. I think well, it'll be fine. It could, so. But losing Godwin, Coach, come on, he had 100 catches already. Yeah, That's a I big know. loss, Coach. That's who he, he was really, you know, clicking with. Now, getting A.B. back is big. If A.B. can Delaware step guy. up. Yeah. Yeah. So. If he can if he can step up, that would be big. And, no, you're, you're right about Gronk. But Fournette, too, man. Let's not forget, down the stretch in the playoffs, Fournette was important. And so this year, too, Fournette's been catching the ball out of the backfield a lot more. He's been running it well. He's a big part of that offense um, because it looks like the defense is starting to click now. You know, it really does. Um, but we'll see what happens. I mean, like I said, I'm not in a doubt in Tom Brady business, you know, but I think I think Green Bay's in the driver's seat. We'll see if they can keep it. The AFC is in a whole other story. That's a, that's a wide open, wide open, you know, it's, it's going to be the AFC playoffs are going to be a lot of fun. NFC, I think you're seeing the Cardinals are a lot in trouble. You know, the Rams, we'll see what happens. You know, they got a game tonight against the Seahawks. It'll be an interesting game. Um, but, yeah, I think I think uh, the AFC, man, who would you say in the AFC, Coach? I mean, I, I, still, I still like New England. Okay. I still, even though, you know, because I really like how Mac Jones started off like crap. He's a rookie. 
But you know what? He he battled and battled and came through and try and brought almost brought them all the way back. Yeah, which says a lot coming down the stretch. Especially when you're frustrated early like he was. I agree with you. I thought, you know, in a loss, he showed a lot. I mean, because you're down 20 nothing. Sometimes that rookie can just feel overwhelmed and kind of hide a little bit. He battled back, and he got it, gave him a chance to win, and that's all you can ask for from a rookie QB, especially in a game of that magnitude. Um, but, look, another big game this weekend against the Bills for New England. And, look, it's a must win for them. You, you know, got to take this one because, Coach, I like New England but I don't foresee your rookie QB going on the road three weeks in a row. And no, I don't see it three weeks in a row, but I think he will be the first since, uh, since uh, uh, Russell Wilson to uh, win a playoff game. I think yeah, they win one. They, gotta, they, they need to get that AFC East though, coach. They can't lose that to the bills. That's, that's important. You know, that's it's it. So we'll see what happens Sunday. Um, it's going to be a good game. Look, you saw how close it was last time. The Bills are going to be able to throw the ball, I would think, this time. Um, I kind of am leaning towards the Bills, um, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be a good game. But, you know, the team I really like, and I know you know, is the Colts. It's just Wentz scares me. And it's just being honest. The Colts, man, that that that, that freaking roster is really, really good. They're really physical. It's just going to be, can Wentz not blow it in the big game? And that's what scares me. <laughs> it's the truth, Coach. You're right. Absolutely. He was bad last game. I mean, he was bad. And if you look at the some of these other games, they could have won the Titans. You know, he had a big turnover in that game. The Rams, big turnover in that game. You know, these good teams, they play in these tight games. And, you know, they if not, they would be at the top of the AFC right now, fighting for a one or a two seed. But because of Wentz, they're fighting to, you know, make the playoffs. And, you know, look, if the Titans lose Thursday and the Colts win, it gets interesting because now the division's up for play because then they would be tied. Right. And they, they're, so they're tied. They got to, the Titans beat them twice. So they need to be a game ahead, obviously. But still, Titans then play next week, play Miami. And a team who's playing really well, too. Right. They're playing really well right now. And so. the Colts play the Raiders. So, you know, I think there's a real possibility if the Titans go into at home with San Francisco and lay an egg, there's going to be a lot of pressure on the Titans to beat the Dolphins. And if they don't, man, you could see a team like the Colts basically be back three games in four weeks. And like that, it's gone. Yep. It's it make it exciting. I mean, because what yep. what is it really? I mean, if you look at it, theoretically, there's like, what, like, 15, 16 teams in the AFC still alive with the last three weeks? No, it's not that many, but I think it's like 10. Wait, let me see. I'll tell you right now. I'm looking it up. Just bear with me, coach. So I said theoretically. I mean, you know, like, uh, I, I, you know, theoretically, there's oh, still. 11, 12. No, you're 13. You're right. All right. 13, so 13. Coach. I'm pretty close. That's a lot, you know, though. And what's crazy, coach, there's 13. There's, except for Kansas City. There's there's 12 teams within two wins of each other. There's 12 teams between nine and five and seven and seven. That's wild. <laughs> wild. So the next couple of weeks are going to be nuts. It's going to be, you know, and all these teams play each other. You know, the, the, that's why the Raiders, you know, people are hopeful they have a shot because the Raiders have the tiebreaker over the Ravens, the Steelers, the Dolphins, the Browns, and now they get to play 
the 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 Colts and the Chargers. You know, obviously uh, this weekend they had the Broncos who are below them, but still the Colts and Chargers are some. You know, some of the teams directly ahead of them. I just don't see them beating the Colts and Chargers. I agree. Can't do two two things at once. You know me. Why don't you just answer them and put it up and say? Yes, you're right. All right, I'm trying to type it in. Juan, I think Cincinnati wins the NFC AFC North. Well, okay. that, you're going to find that out Sunday because they got a home game against the Ravens, right? And they need to handle their business. And coach, that's one thing I want to talk about too in regards to the Ravens. You know, do you relook at giving Lamar Jackson a long term deal? No, I, mean, I don't think so. I, I, but I tell you what, here is here is the thing I like because they here's get what it, if Lamar's playing on Sunday, they get killed, coach. He's not playing. Hundley's going to play. No, if if they play, if, but if Lamar was your starting quarterback against the Packers, data got smoked. But Huntley can throw the ball. Lamar can't. He can't throw the ball, coach. But, I understand you're a good rushing team and he's a dynamic player. But man, I just don't know if he's ever going to make you a Super Bowl contender. All right, but you you made the bed. You're going to lie in it. And I think they did a great job of finding a backup that is yeah. is like him. You don't have to change the offense. Like, look, the the Giants, look what they have. Mike Glennon is not Daniel Jones. He can't run the read option like Daniel Jones. You have to revamp the offense for him. So, you know, and teams like that. But I think they did a good job of of getting the same same guy in there. So, I'm not. I I mean, the the Ravens, they're, they're, you know, I'm okay with it. No, I mean, look, I just think, I mean, look, I understand this. With Lamar and that the, the running game and the defense, you're going to win. They're always going to win games. And, the, look, I think Harbaugh might, might be the most underrated coach in football. I mean, for them to be in all the games they've been in this year, especially that, you know, that game last week against the Packers, yep. kudos to John Harbaugh. I mean, look, he really hasn't. I know you had Flacco there, and he played some decent football, but he hasn't had that franchise top five QB. You know, he's won a Super Bowl. The Ravens are in the thick of the things every year. I mean, he's been he's been over 500 every year in his career. I mean, John Harbaugh is just uh, an unbelievable coach. And to me, he's a top five coach. I mean, I, you know, really does a great job. In- 100%. I agree with it. 100%, and, man. And look at all the injuries, too, coach. They've had to deal with the last two years. Um yeah, I mean, look, Juan, that's everybody's opinion. I understand what you're saying, but I just think he was playing the, you know, playing the emotions of the team, playing what they wanted to do, and I think he thought Huntley was going to go make a play. I I agree with that 100%. I do. I, I agree with them making the play, going for it on fourth down. I have no – I'm not questioning that. I mean, come on. You, like you we said earlier, Aaron Rodgers is going to beat you. The law, the, eventually, he's going to get you. You got to take your shots when you have them, and and that was it. Yeah, and that's the one thing, Coach. And and uh, you know, I love the line you said about Parcells. It's so true, and that's what the Packers did. They did the prevent defense and let the the Ravens get in it. You know, uh, Rodgers had uh, Lazard for a touchdown and missed him. A, a pass you don't see Rodgers not make. You know, a lot. I mean, he had him. And he missed them. It was 14. And then they just kept letting them get five yards, five yards, five yards, five yards, five yards. And then all of a sudden, it's you know, it's one touchdown. And then Green Bay went three and out. I think LaFleur thought, you know, they're not stopping Rodgers. They got their three and out. Right. 
and then obviously they go down and tie the game. Um, it's the truth, man. When you play prevent defense, the only thing it does is prevent you from winning. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And I never understood it, Coach. Look, if you're up three or four scores, I get it. You don't want to give up the big play. But when it's in one of these two-score games, Coach, I just don't understand why these coaches do it. Why do you go away from what's been working all game? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. You know, I, I don't understand it. There, there's no need to change. You put the metal, you put the pedal to the metal and keep it going. You know, go for the jugular and keep it on, you know. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah. you know, Coach, and one thing I wanted to talk about, too, um, and I know he has had a head coaching job before with the Rams, but I wonder, do you think Spags gets some looks this year? With how he's turned it turned around that that Chiefs defense, absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. I I agree. Uh, you know, just to, hopefully it's not with the Giants. I love Spags, love him to death. I just think there's so much dysfunction with the Giants right now. I I and I don't want to speculate. I, let's see who the right. GM is, uh, but before we do that, coach, but, can, can you name me a defensive coordinator that you've seen? can just coach a defense up over the course of a year and have, you know, the growth his teams have had. He's had Giants defenses that were giving up 30 points a year by at the end of the season winning Super Bowls. Same thing with Chiefs. I mean, to me, number one defensive coordinator in football, no doubt. I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Yes. I mean, three Super Bowls, been in four, and he's beaten Brady twice. Not many guys can say that. Right, right. That's right. He's two and one in Super Bowls against Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, yeah. and let's let's, you know, not only this year, and, and I mean this year's not done, but they talked about how bad the defense was. Now all of a sudden that defense is playing lights out. But yeah. if you go back to Giants, uh, their last Super Bowl when he was the defensive coordinator, they were talking about firing him after week two. Because, you know, because they couldn't they 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 couldn't stop uh, you know, a faucet from running. I mean, it, it was it was bad, and then it turned around. So yeah, um, Brian. Yeah, he was the defensive coordinator in uh, in in New York. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, it's and it's he was in, he at. he had two stints there. He did come back and was there. He was when, there for both uh, Super Bowls, right? He was there both Super Bowls left, but then he came back to be the defensive coordinator the last year. Uh, when they fired, uh, what's his name, Macapu, or what is right. his name? Yeah, Macapu. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. listen, Jack Del Rio. What, Sammy? Come on, man. Jack's good, but you know, he's good, but he, you know, he's no Spacks. Okay. Yeah. It's like Dick LeBeau, man. Dick LeBeau with his Pittsburgh Steelers uh, defense, <laughs> yeah. man. Dick LeBeau was a he was a hell of a three-four defensive coordinator. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I'm curious to see if he gets some looks. I know a lot of these teams now, it's about getting that young offensive mind and then trying to get the veteran defensive coordinator. And I get it because, you know, obviously with the quarterbacks, the most important position on the team, um, just, uh, you know, it can't hurt. You look at some of these defensive guys, Tomlin's doing pretty good. Uh, look, obviously Harbaugh's a special teams guy. But still, Belichick's a, you know a defensive guy. Yeah. Flores is a defensive guy. You know, it, it's not you know Pete Carroll is a defensive guy. You, you know, all these guys are you know been very successful in the league. So, uh, you know, I don't think it necessarily has to be that young offensive mind because a lot of times, you know, in my opinion, 
it, it, it doesn't work. You know, it, it really doesn't. Um, now, Coach, two games tonight, obviously, uh, my Eagles. And, you know, Eagles kind of got screwed a little bit because now Washington gets swept back. Sammy, you heard me. Eagles got screwed a little bit. They get Montez swept back and Jonathan Allen. And now the Eagles have lost one of their linemen who would have played Sunday and won't play today. And obviously now we got to play your Giants. Who, yeah, we should beat the Giants, but now we got to play them on a short week, Coach. So I think the Eagles kind of got screwed a little bit. And, you know, they said they were going to punish these teams that, you know, obviously didn't follow COVID protocol and had outbreaks, but they changed their mind when it, you know, I guess it meant for playoff. When it, when it dips into their pocket, that's when it, when it, when it becomes, uh, you know, they have to change the rules, you know? Uh, yeah. And actually the Eagles are set to make history tonight. They have the most uh, Tuesday night games in NFL history tonight with starting their third uh, Tuesday night game. And look, the last one was not good. The last one, Michael Vick was the quarterback, and all I remember, and and that's what worries me. It was with a third string quarterback, Joe Webb, from the Vikings, <laughs> came into Philly, and and once they're coming, Washington's coming into Philly, so I am nervous. You know, well, Blaine Gabbard is a former number one. Isn't he number one, number two overall pick for the Jaguars? Who's starting tonight? Yeah, I don't think was it Blaine Gabbard. Yeah, Blink Gabbard is the uh, starter tonight. Is that Sammy? Who's starting tonight? Put it up. Yeah, for he, so he was he was the first round pick of the Jaguars, obviously. Yes, but I think he was like one or two overall, wasn't he? Like he was he was a top five, I think. Yeah, Gabbard. Okay. Yeah, Joe Webb. And what's funny is it's almost around this time. It was December twenty eighth, two thousand ten. He came in and played <laughs> against the Eagles. Ugh. I'll never forget that game. That was not good. I remember uh, Rendell. Yeah, see, I told you it's not Gabbert. I knew it wasn't Gabbert, Sammy. Who is it? I, he's got a name like that, but it's it's, it's like Blaine something. That or, or, I'm gonna look it up now. I gotta find out because Coach, once again, Coach, fucking uh, <laughs> things up. Um, yep, of course, man. Hold on, let me let me find it because Coach, you know, Coach is Coach. Let me see. Coach giving the wrong information again. We're, we're used to it, Sammy. You know how it goes, buddy. Missed game. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, Gilbert. How come? How do you get that, Garrett Gilbert? How do you get Blaine Garrett from Galbert Garrett or Garrett Gilbert? Garrett Gilbert, Blaine Gabbert, close enough to both the Blaine same. Gabbert, it's Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. What? These are terrible. Garrett Gilbert. Okay. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um. All right. Yeah, my so bad. We'll see my how bad. he does. Yeah, but hopefully, hopefully, an Eagles win tonight. Um. But you know, you, you know how it is, man. You never know in NFL. Look at the, the 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 Cardinals game. Look at the Bucks game. I mean, you never know. Look at the game yesterday with the Raiders. I mean, Browns almost pulled that one off. So, got to play the game first. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, he had the same exact QBR as your starter, Johnny Man or Johnny Manziel. Same guy, Manziel. Uh, uh, I don't even know his name now. I can't even think of his name. But, uh, what? The Cleveland quarterback. Oh, Baker Mayfield. Oh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Johnny Manziel. <laughs> you all right, Coach? Man, I tell you what, man. Like this. Yeah, no, I started. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. Washington so, uh, head coach. Yeah, Ron yeah, Rivera. Yeah, Rivera. That's a good you know. point. Brian. Well, you know, it's, it, you know, look. 
Yeah, I, I don't got a problem with defensive head coaches. I don't. Um, I think defense is how you win championships, obviously. It's just what you can't do is you see a lot of these defensive guys, they come in and they have these really good defenses, and then the offense is so poor, you know, it's just, right. it, you know, it's so out of whack. That's what you can't have. You need to have a, a viable offense, obviously. But, you know, look, um, I got no problem, you know, with a defensive uh, defensive head coach. And we'll see how how, how what what where where the carousel lands. Um, yeah, when it starts up next week, and it's already started. There's a lot of rumors. You talked about last week. A lot of rumors about Byron Leftwich. Look, if Leftwich is not the coach of Jacksonville, there's something wrong. I, I'm yeah. sorry, man. That's yeah. the. Uh, I mean, look, and and with Leftwich too, I think you take the job. You know, you have familiarity with Jacksonville, with the organization, mm-hmm. you've got Trevor Lawrence, you're going to have the first or second round, you know, the first or the, the, the number second, one number, number two pick. Yeah. Number two pick, excuse me. They have 70 million in cap room, plenty of room, you know, money to spend and build your team to me, you know, that that's what, that's where I would probably head, you know, unless one of these other jobs come open like a Broncos or, you know, a New Orleans, which I don't think Peyton's leaving, but you know, you never know, you know, one of those more, you know, uh, interesting jobs open up. Um, uh, yeah, I would, I would think about Jacksonville, but to me, the only thing I question in Jacksonville, you know, I know everybody likes him coach and look, it's hard to kind of evaluate him right now in Jacksonville Looks like a bird flapping by your head. I don't know why it is, but it's really weird. But I don't know. I don't know, man. Trevor Lawrence don't look too good. I know he's on a bad team, but usually you would see flashes of wow, he's still like look at Luck when he came into right. Indy. You know, have you seen that out of him, Coach? I don't no. know. I have. I haven't either. So I and and honestly, I think he's a product of the system. He's the product of the system. In Clemson, and you know, and now you're seeing it in in the NFL. It's not translating. Yeah. And so, in regards to tonight's game, pick wise, I think eight and a half. I agree. I agree with Brian. I think eight and a half is too much. If I had to bet, I would probably take the points in that game. But I'm going to go with the Eagles minus two and a half pick, and, and with the Rams minus one in a tease. Um, you know, Rams Seahawks. Both games. You're talking about two divisional games. Two teams that usually play each other tight. You don't want to lay over a touchdown or more. So I'm real leery about laying the points tonight. All right. Good stuff from Nevada Nick. Good stuff. So who do you like tonight right. there? Uh King of the all, you know, King of Locks. <laughs> well, uh honestly, uh, I think the Rams got a couple of key guys back from COVID. So I, I think obviously the Rams win tonight. Mm-hmm. Be easy one, uh, and the other one I really don't care. They're both NFC rivals, NFC East rivals, so I really don't really care much of who wins. But it, you know, and I mean, the Eagles are the better team, so they should. But you know, you know, but but again, the Eagles do kind of lay an egg sometimes when it comes to these big must-win games. Yeah, 
So yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah. But then we'll see what happens on Sunday when we play the lowly Giants. So yeah. And we're yeah. gonna lay it on your ass after that <laughs> last time. The Eagles are gonna lay it on you guys this Sunday, I guarantee it. <laughs> Even on you at rest. <laughs> All right, Jake Fromm starting this week. Yeah, and I know it was at you know, sweep up time. I thought Jake Fromm didn't look too bad, honestly. I know, but you know, what I, took he, so long to put him in the game? That's my problem. Yeah, I agree. As bad as Glennon, three bad games. I mean, it was bad after bad. What took so long to put him in? Yeah, that, that that's my that's my problem. I agree with that. You know, it couldn't get any worse. Couldn't get any worse. Yeah. So, uh, but sorry, Jared, we're getting ready to finish up, buddy. Maybe next time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but uh. So, listen, everyone, uh, we will not be on until Sunday after Christmas. Mm -hmm. So this is our last show before Christmas. Yep. So I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, we will see everyone uh, after Christmas on Sunday morning, our regular time, 10 a.m. Stiz will be with us. Yep. And, and uh, look at this, Jared uh, <laughs> lobbying for Coach to be the GM of the Giants. <laughs> yeah, man. Jared, yeah. still alive, buddy. I I put my application is already yeah. in. So Merry yeah, Merry Christmas, Christmas Jared. Jared. Merry real Christmas too. I like the Colts on Saturday. I like the Colts. I think they're going to go in and beat Arizona. They're getting the point. And Packers uh, versus Browns like the Packers as well. Um, I don't know if I'd lay the seven. I definitely like them in a tease, but I'll, I'll take the Packers too. So I'll go Packers and Colts on Christmas Day. All right. Good stuff. All right. Merry Christmas, everyone. Be safe. Enjoy the games tonight, Thursday and Saturday. And we'll be here to recap it Sunday morning as we get into uh, uh, week 16, a quick quick turnaround. So uh, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone, and uh, be safe. We'll see you. Make sure you share with your friends. Tell everybody. Ring the bell uh, down below. Subscribe. Like the page. Uh, tell your friends. We really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone.